our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. time since the Civil War, the Tennessee State Senate has ousted one of its members. Senator Katrina Robinson was voted out after being convicted of wire fraud, but she didn't go down without a fight. We had a former colleague from Davidson County sit here with a $6 million Medicare fraud case and allowed to resolve that civilly and finish his term until he was removed by the people. We have a senator sitting here from Hohenwald with an extramarital affair writing opioid prescriptions for their mistress who happened to be their cousin. We have a senator who sat on the ethics committee and just got up and gave this long speech about what morality is and what is dignified for a senator but just came off of a campaign misuse complaint. We have a senator here from Shelby County who is currently under indictment and frankly is in the same posture that I'm in. Of course, that other senator from Shelby County is Brian Kelsey, who's awaiting trial in a campaign finance case. But today was not about Senator Kelsey. It was about Senator Robinson, who was in tears and called the Senate vote a, quote, procedural lynching just minutes before her colleagues voted her out. I continue to push through this ordeal to get here every week for session, for a committee, to give back to my community, even when I couldn't raise money because people thought I was a thief. Well, you kind of are. <laughs> you kind of are. I went in my own pocket. And other people's. to give to kids who were looking forward to events that normally I would have support for. I've stood out front this whole time and I haven't shied away from any fight and I, I, I can't do it here. Some of you may think that I would maintain my dignity through resignation, but for me, the only way to maintain my dignity is to stand here and stand up for myself. 
Now, earlier this week, federal prosecutors appealed Robinson's conviction. They are challenging a ruling that throughout some of the counts she was convicted of. Robinson is still scheduled for a sentencing hearing on two counts of wire fraud early next month. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Katrina Robinson, former state senator Katrina Robinson from District 33 in Tennessee, has been removed from office. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Now, hopefully, and I say this with all sincerity, hopefully, folks, she, she uses this as a as a uh, a point in her life where she has a decision: go towards Jesus or continue to go on the path that clearly led you to be ousted as a state senator. Now, all of us have those moments in our life. All of us who call ourselves children of God have those moments in our life where we're at a, where we're at a crossroads, and we have to choose in which direction to go. And let's just pray, hopefully, that she chooses the path of Jesus and this wakes her up. But long story short, it's starting to catch up with all of them. Those who are not resigning, those who have chosen not to run for re-election, are those who are being exposed and removed by force. I would call this by force. And the reason why she's removed is because of wire fraud. She sat there and gave you the pity party about how she's always given back to the people. And I went in my own pocket. No, you went and stole money. You were expelled from the state Senate after being convicted of wire fraud. And I just want to give a big shout out to the Senate there because they voted 27 to 5 to accept the Senate Ethics Committee report to expel Senator Katrina Robinson from the Tennessee Senate. 27 to 5. The most damning part of that, folks, the most damning part of that is that there are five senators who voted to keep her after she was convicted of wire fraud. That means that there was proof enough to convict her of a crime and five Democrats did not vote to remove her. That is where the head is of the left. She's charged with stealing $600,000 in federal funds, and guess what she paid it for? She used it to pay for her wedding and other personal expenses. Expensives, I should say. So when you steal $600,000 from federal funds, the last thing that you should be doing on your uh, way out is crying and saying that you went into your own pocket to help people when clearly, clearly you went into other people's pockets. $600,000 to pay for her wedding and other personal expenses, convicted of the crime, proof was in the pudding, and five Democrats said, no, well, we still want to keep her. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here. This is Friday. Happy Friday, guys. Look, as I said in my newsletter this morning, we made it through another week together. Another week of ups, downs, laughs, cries, helping others. But we made it, and we're now at the end of this week. And it was an honor to be here with you. We've had a couple really good guests this week, including yesterday, which was uh, the Lee Dundas interview, which in my mind may have been the best interview that we've conducted here on the show. And I just am so ever grateful to all of you for making all this happen because we are now bending the ears of the people who are actually in positions to make a difference. And this show has made a difference. This show's made a difference. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And today is February 4th, year of our Lord, 2022. And I'm coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And as always, let me just tell you, it is a blessing to do this job for each and every one of you. So thank you very much. I'd also like to give a very special thank you to the Tehan the Tehan family. I hope I'm saying that right. It's either Tehan or Tehan, but I'll say Tehan. The Tehan family, Karen Tehan. Uh you guys, I must tell you that uh it was a yesterday we received a pretty large donation here on live from America that really will alleviate 
the uh, the the rest of the monthly recurring that has not made it in yet or has not uh, has not um, been resubmitted yet, and it will really help alleviate that. So I just want to say thank you to Karen Tehan. You are um, a kind soul, and every one of you who do the Rumble rants, everything. You guys are kind, kind people, and. I don't know if there's any other network that's growing or any other show that's growing like this one that is completely funded by the people. It's it's great. And I just want to say thank you all very, very much. And I also would like to ask for prayers for Tom and Jane. Tom, uh, the last I heard, and I just reached out to find out the um, where it all is right now, but the last I heard, uh, Tom had pneumonia and covid or pneumonia from COVID, and they weren't sure if he was going to make it through Tuesday night. Uh, I just reached out this morning to find out what the status was on that. Not sure um, where we're going, or I mean, where if, if he's still alive or still with us. But uh, either way, please pray for Tom and Jane that they get through all of this um, and 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 get back to restoring full health, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if I if I have already received the message and it just I didn't get it until I came on. Um, that Tom is no longer with us, then, uh, you know, please pray for Jane regardless. Thank you very much for the morning Rumble Ranch, you guys. I appreciate it very much. I very much do. Tom and Jane, definitely. Two good names, huh? Two beautiful American great names. And let's pray for their health and their... um, and their their troubled times. It's not easy. I want to do some shout-outs. We have a beautiful, wonderful newsletter this morning that I'll get to in just a minute, but let's do some shout-outs. Uh, if you guys on Rumble could just hold quickly before you put your names out there. I want to go to Getter first, okay, and I don't want to miss anybody, so let's go to Getter first to make sure we're live over here on Getter. Yes, we are. We've got a couple hundred people watching over there as usual. It'd be really nice if we could get those thousand, uh, thousand shares out, folks. On Getter, it's very easy. Actually, on Getter, it's just as simple as pressing repost. It's a little different on Rumble. But um, good morning to America, uh, America, Amanda Collins on Getter. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. Ted Jerry says prayers for Tom and Jane. Thank you, Ted. Suzanne says the same thing. God bless you, Suzanne. Silver, Wor- uh, Silver Wolf from Reno, Nevada is in the building. Heidi uh, Pfeiffer, good to see you. Ashley from Colorado, thanks for joining in. Miguel Ortiz from Orlando, Florida. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Roxy, good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Hogwash74, TGIF, you're right. Thank God it's Friday. Carol from Pennsylvania, God bless you. Um, Benny Clow Music, how you doing, my friend, from Maryland? And one more here. Jeremy, I never get a shout-out on Rumble. This is Snow Baby L. Carey. Well, you know what? It's a good thing the good Lord allowed me to see that this morning because I gave you your shout-out. Okay? And now let's go over to Rumble. Let me know who you are, where you're from. Hopefully I get somebody I've never been able to shout-out before. I want to give a big shout-out to Rosa Catalano and her entire family. Uh, We love you, and we're so grateful for your support to this show, and uh, I cannot wait to come through Wisconsin again and actually have a lunch this time and not have a whole bunch of people around so we can't actually have a good conversation. Um, Joe Bo, God bless you. I responded to you, Joe. Your order has been already in the mail. It wasn't two weeks ago, by the way. We looked it up this morning. It was just a week ago, but it has been sent. It's already on its way, so be on the lookout for that. My friend, Teresa from Vero Beach, Florida. Don't know if I've ever shouted her out before, but God bless you, dear, and thank you for joining the show today. Uh, We've got Alex. How you doing, Alex? Good to see you. Tommy, thank you for joining in this morning. Christine, good to see you. Barb from Wisconsin, God bless you. Thank you very much. Um, Boy, this chat is going really fast this morning. Lisa Naquin, how are you, girl? Thank you. Paula from Fort Worth, Texas, good to see you. Mary from Coldwater, Michigan. Is that what that said? God bless you. Rhonda is watching. Karen from Connecticut. And one more. Let's give it to Carlene from Northwest Ohio. I think it said Northwest. It could have said Northeast, but I know it was from the great land of O-H-I-O. Hey, folks, I want to do something a little different this morning because I'm wearing the shirt and I know a lot of people have been asking for it. I want to say the Pledge of Allegiance right after we get to the Lord, okay? So let's go to the Lord. 
Jeremy, out of stock for your shirt special. No, we're not, actually. We, uh, it just might have been a, a mess up in inventory. We're working on that this morning, getting the proper numbers up there. We'll make sure that there's uh, the proper numbers up there as soon as this show is over today because we do have four days left of that special. So I apologize if any of them have said out of stock. We received that message last night as well from other folks, okay? God bless you, DeClues. Thank you. All right, let's get to the... Um, Let's get to the newsletter because it was a really good one. I titled this morning's newsletter, Remove Dark Deeds Like Dirty Clothes. The verse of the day today is coming from Romans 13, 12 through 14. If you're following along with your Bibles, Romans is close to the back of the Bible. Romans 13, 12 through 14. The night is almost gone. The day of salvations will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for, uh, for prom- promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of of the Lord Jesus Christ, and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. Folks, we are not meant to be perfect. Don't ever try to achieve that status in anything that you do, because you will always come up short. We are not made to be perfect. Sin is in this world no matter what, and there's always going to be a devil waiting around a corner to try to trip you up or try to get you to make the wrong decision. So you'll never be perfect. Don't try to achieve that status. So because you will never get to that status, don't think that you can't be a representative for Christ or an ambassador for the word of God because you can be. So don't wait until you actually achieve perfect status to do this. Because you'll never get there. So start being an ambassador for God and for Jesus Christ today, folks. God knows your heart and what you can and cannot handle. You don't have to be a Ken Ham or a Billy Graham. God made you, specifically you. I'm trying to literally look to each and every one of you. And I want you to literally feel this as I'm saying this. God made you for a reason. So find out why through prayer and alone time with God. Once you find out why God made you and what your purpose is, you will change people's lives immediately. Your joy will resonate to the masses and they too will see the light of God shining upon you. Remove those dark deeds. Throw them in the dirty laundry. You are a child of God and you have a job to do. I can't tell you what it is, but God can. So it's only logical that you go to him for all the answers. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And now let's go and do the Lord's Prayer. Been working on that one, Jeremy. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Um, That's all we can do is consult God, find out what our job is, find out what our duties are, find out what our responsibilities are that God put us here to do. And once you figure it out, it's off to the races, okay? Remove your hats and let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Then we'll go to the Pledge of Allegiance and then we'll get to the first and foremost section of the day. What you can do is share, share, share. There should be no reason we don't have 6,000 plus watching on Rumble and 500 plus watching on Roke on uh, Getter, okay? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> I just saw something in the comment section that I'm not going to allude to. Um, hold on. Let me get my hat back on. <laughs> All I can say is to that comment section that I'm not going to allude to. 
nobody cares. <laughs> I think you all know what I am talking about. Okay, folks, let's go ahead and say the Pledge of Allegiance. And you know what? I should have removed, you know what? Let's just do it. Got to remove my hat for that too. <laughs> Here we go. Hand over your heart, folks. If you don't have one of these hand over your heart t-shirts, you definitely want to pick one up on JeremyHerald.com. And um, we're making them for kids now, too, so you can send your kids and grandkids to school representing the United States of America. Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Yeah, that's kind of nice, huh? I don't ever remember doing it. I think maybe we did that one time. I think maybe we did that one time. I have a flag in my office made just for kids. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, let me take a slurp. Coffee cups up. You know how we got to do it, man. We got to put the pedal to the metal from the very beginning of the show. Here we go. First and foremost section of the day, a reporter. I, got, I guarantee you, folks, hell again must be frozen. The devil must be trying to crank that heat. He must be getting all the my pillow comforters and throw and, 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 uh, and heavy weighted blankets and pillows he can to try to stay warm. And hopefully he's using the promo code LFA when he goes there because a reporter from the Associated Press of all places must have had enough after the years and years of being a part of fake news. He's must have, he must have had enough of that yesterday, folks, because yesterday he actually did what I would do if I was in these press conferences. He actually held somebody accountable and would not let them lie. Reporter Matt Lee with the Associated Press took the Biden State Department to the woodshed yesterday, and I was so proud to see a real reporter in there saying, you know what, I've had enough of fake news. I've had enough of people telling me what I can and cannot ask when I'm doing interviews, and he held his feet to the fire yesterday, folks. He would not allow the State Department representative to tiptoe around any answers, to to uh, give a political answer. He would not allow him to give him to just say, well, we said, so it must be true. He said, no, where's the proof? I want to see the proof. We want to see the proof. You can sit up there and say this, that, and the other all day long. Just like the Biden administration came out after all the job numbers from, um, from, from ADP came out and said, oh, we actually created almost a half a million jobs. It's lies. It's all lies. There's no real proof to back any of it up. They just say it. Unlike the Trump administration, they would actually show you the reports put out by independent um, uh, report, not reporters, but independent reporting uh, documents. So let's go to this video real quick. It's about four minutes long. It's quite lengthy, but you need to see it in case you haven't. And the reason you need to see it in case you haven't is so that we can get more reporters to start doing this. Because what's going to happen is, like I said, monkey see, monkey do. If one... um, if one outlet sees another outlet actually starting to gain viewership again because they're actually reporting truth and the news, then others will fall in line. And that's what I think is happening at CNN. There's no way to save CNN except for throw everybody in CNN under the bus. Now, insiders at CNN are even calling for Brian Stelter to be fired. The reason why Zucker got fired was because of something that Chris Cuomo had over CNN and Jeff Zucker. It had nothing to do with an extramarital affair of two consenting adults who were already divorced. That's just ridiculous. So what companies are doing now that they don't have Trump, now that they don't have lies to spread or that anybody's believing anymore, they must go back to the truth. And the only way to save your company is to report the truth. And that's kind of what you've seen happen here yesterday. Uh, with the Associated Press reporter Mark Lee and the State Department. Let's go to the video real quick. Go ahead and play. Quite a mouthful there. Um, so you said actions such as these suggest otherwise, Suggest meaning they, they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a... What action are you talking about? One, the actions I've just pointed to. Uh, the what fact, action? What? The, the fact that Russia continues to engage uh, in disinformation... Uh, well, you know, made an allegation that they might do that. Have they actually done it? Uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said, that they have engaged in this activity. 
uh, in this planning wait, activity. Wait, wait, but, activity. But let me let me because because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, ago. I'm sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? If you let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has already well, taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they, I mean, this is like crisis actors, really? This is like Alex Jones territory. Hey, calm down there, AP. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. Okay, good. Show I it to us. Well, okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of allegations and statements. Would you, would you like us to print it out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing no, no, that no. you can print we out want for yourself. Proof. That's not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you like, Matt? I, I would like to see some proof that you that 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 that, that you can show that that. Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that 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 you, shows that the Russians are doing this. Ned, I've been doing this for. A I long know that time. was my point. As, you as, you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know I that have. when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and I we do so in, in a means. In we do and so. I, and, we do so with an eye to protecting that, that sources and methods. Is not going to fall. I, I remember a lot of things. So where, where where is the declassified information other than you? coming out here. Oh, you hear what he just said right there before I continue to play that? You hear what he just said? He goes, I also remember a lot of things. I remember you saying that Kabul would not fall. I remember a lot of things. This is reporting. This is journalism. In case all of you knuckleheads out there who think you're journalists know what you're doing, you might want to watch this. This is called real journalism. Can you imagine if Biden cackling Kamala, pretend to be press secretary Jen Psaki, or anybody else involved in this illegitimate Biden regime were to be taken to the woodshed like this on a daily basis, like the Trump administration was? You think that pretend to be press secretary Jen Psaki would be able to hold her composure and be able to open up her notebook and go right to where she wants to uh, reference from and be able to handle her own like Kaylee McEnany did in front of the press, um, in front of the, uh, the, the entire press room? That would never happen. That would never happen. They'd get so flustered, they would just melt. They would melt like a snowman on a warm day in the rain. They would melt right there, on the right there in front of the podium. They have no idea what to do when they're pressed like this. And this is why we need to get back to real journalism. Because only then will we be able to live as a free nation. If you have people out there telling the truth instead of this kind of crap. Oh, it's classified. Oh, it's classified. Well, I can give you the transcript of this very conversation. Okay, moron. I can rewind my tape and go back and watch the same thing too in audio. I don't need to read your fake Pinocchio style lies on a piece of paper. Give me the proof. Or as Jerry Maguire once said, show me the money. Stop lying. Let's go back to the video so we can listen to the rest of this. This is amazing by Mark Lee, by the way. Big props to him. Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have it's declassified. It's not the format, it's the content. Boom. I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you, I'm sorry like you are doubting this. the information that is in the possession of the U.S. government. No, I, I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's available to us. We are making it available to you uh, in order uh, for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it clear as day to lay bare oh yeah the we're fact scared that they're this scared has always been an Dork. attempt on the part of the russian federation to fabricate a pretext oh yeah, yeah russia's scared you of you any look at him look at him evidence to back it up other than what you're saying <laughs> it's like you're saying we think we we, we have information the russians may do this 
but you won't tell us what the information well, is. That, and then when, when, that, when you're that, asked... That, that is the idea behind when, deterrence, Matt. When, that is the idea behind asked, deterrence. And when it is asked, our hope that the Russians don't go forward with this. When you're asked what the information is, you say, I just gave it to you. But that, that's not what... You, you seem not to not understand... You seem not to no, understand no, no, the Matt, idea of deterrence. Wow. You seem not to understand the idea of... The Russians are moving forward with this type of activity. Wow. What a condescending, arrogant loser. If the Russians don't go forward with this, that is not... Uh, ipso facto, an indication that they never had plans to do so. Uh, but then it's unprovable. <laughs> I mean, my God, what is the evidence that you have that suggests that, that, that the Russians are even planning this? Matt, you, I mean, I'm not you, saying that they're not, but you just come out and say this and expect us just to, to, to believe it without you showing a shred of evidence that it's actually true. Other than when I ask, or when anyone else asks, what's the information? You said, well, I just gave it to you, which was just you making a statement. Matt, you said yourself, you've been in this business for quite a long time. You know that when we make information, uh, intelligence information public, we do so uh, in, a, in a way that protects sensitive sources and methods. You also know that- Well, here's the thing. If you've made it public, there, sir dorks a lot. If you've made it public, then it should be public. I mean, how, what world are we living in where we can't even speak in English here? We've made it public. Then let me see it. You know you've been around a long time. When we make things public and we declassify things on our end, we come out here and we tell you, okay, big deal. Guess what? The moon is not made of cheese. You, you're going to come out and tell me, hey, well, we just made it public. The moon is not made of cheese. Okay. All right. Show me the, <laughs> show me the proof. How? I mean... Well, we're telling you that's not proof. What do you mean it's not proof? You don't trust us? No, we don't trust you. We don't trust Biden. We don't trust an illegitimate regime. We don't trust the State Department. We don't trust the FBI. We don't trust the CIA. We damn sure don't trust uh, the intelligence community. We don't trust the CDC. We don't trust the WHO. We don't trust the Labor Department. We don't trust Pete Buttigieg. We don't trust the mainstream media. We don't trust big tech. Why on earth would we trust Sir Dorks a lot telling us about something that's true when it's really just alluding to a false flag that Russia is 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 um, propagating so that they can go to war. No, the real reason for all of this is because Democrats love going to war. The big machine, which is the Democratic war machine and the Uniparty war machine, it's got to kick into full gear. It took four years off with President Trump. Money wasn't made for dictators. Money wasn't made for people who are lobbyists for weapons and, 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 and military manufacturing of tanks and guns and Hummers and planes and helicopters. Oh, what happened? The military industrial complex didn't make any money for four years. And now they got to get back to going, you know, we got to get back to our regularly scheduled program here of warmongering. <coughs> Liz Cheney, <coughs> Dick Cheney, <coughs> George Bush, <coughs> Unbelievable. But you know what? I'm grateful that that happened. I'm grateful that that video, that confrontation, that discussion, that debate between the Associated Press reporter and Sir Dorks a lot at the State Department, I'm glad that happened. Because what it shows the world who watches that is, oh, wait, I can see through that guy like a brand new pane of window glass. I can see right through him. So the people that aren't in the know like you and I every single day, they see that and they're going to go, uh, what? What? Ladies and gentlemen, I've not ever done this before, but I'm going to do it now. Go ahead. Cue the drums. Oh, wait. No, those aren't the drums. I said cue the drums. Those are the drums. We're going to give a Smarty Award to the Associated Press. Well, all righty. The Associated Press gets the Smarty Award of the day. Why? Because they actually had somebody who had guts. They actually had somebody who decided, hey, I'm done with fake news. It's time for me to stand up and get some truth out there. And guess what? He's getting rewarded for it today. He's getting rewarded for it today. I'm not the only person that's going to show that. Amen? Can I get an amen? And if I can... Then let me get some more shares out of you. We're almost at 5,000, folks. We should easily be able to get to six. Let's move on to the CCP. Speaking of people we can't trust, speaking of people who all work together, like the Uniparty losers and the Dems and the Rhinos, the Swamp Donkeys, let's talk about the CCP. Now, the the, the Winter Olympic Games 
have begun. Not one boycott from one country. As a matter of fact, the only stance that you'll hear that was taken was that officials from certain countries won't be there. So basically, our athletes are on their own. Thank you, Blondie Q. God bless you. Our athletes are on their own. That's the only boycott you're seeing for the Winter Olympics hosted by the Chinese Communist Party. I'm very disappointed that we're not even seeing one American athlete out of the dozens that have come out and spoke out against the CCP and out of the dozens that have come out and spoke against the human rights violations that is um, happening all over Asia, specifically in China, Hong Kong. All of these people came out, oh, they shouldn't be doing that. That's not right. Human rights, human rights. Uh, One ticket to China, please. Long as I get my sponsorships, long as I get my attention, long as I get on the cover of that Wheaties box, no backbone losers, if you ask me. I don't care how great of an athlete they are. I don't care if they're the best skier, the best snowboarder, the best ice skater in the world and that the world has ever seen. No backbone having losers. You'd rather be on the cover of a Wheaties box than to stand up against human rights violations. This actually ticks me off more than any story that we're going to talk about today. I am so disappointed in our athletes. I am so disappointed in our country. I am so disappointed in our leaders. I am so disappointed in the people who are doing anything they can to prop China up and take America down. Insert the Biden regime. Now, I won't be watching any. I don't watch anything anymore. I don't watch baseball, basketball, football. I don't watch racing. I don't watch anything that I grew up on. I don't watch the Olympics. I don't watch anything. Why? Because we're finally starting to realize that everything that has ever been fed to us, force-fed to us, put in front of our face or on TV or on social media is nothing but fake and lies. Fake and lies. I am done living in this Truman Show. I don't know about you. I am absolutely finished living in the Truman Show. It is time to red pill, wake up, tear down, and rebuild. I am so incredibly mad about this. Now, Nancy Pelosi made a statement about this yesterday. We're going to play it. I'm not going to play a lot of it because I can't stand her spitting everywhere. Nancy Pelosi made a statement about this yesterday and made America look so weak. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the statement she made about how they're not going to go, but the athletes are over there on their own. And I know they want to say something, she said. I know they want to speak out like they've been speaking out in the previous months, but they better not because the Chinese government is ruthless. Then why are they there? This is Stretchface Armstrong making America even more weak. Play the video. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry about what the Chinese government might do to their reputations, to their families. So, again, participate, let us celebrate from abroad, and don't risk thinking that there are any good intentions on the part of the Chinese, the People's Republic of China government, because there are none. Then why are we there? While you're competing, Congress continues to take bold bipartisan action. Oh, shut up. I can't even stand listening to her slobbering, drunk, floppy face. I can't even stand it today. The Chinese government is ruthless. They might kill you. We will celebrate from abroad. Make sure you participate. Give me my martini. How dare you? How dare you? Just for that, Nancy Pelosi, we are going to play that actual music and give you the Dumb Dumb Award. What she's saying, folks, 
is that oh we still need to go over there because we need to compete because we don't have we don't we don't want to run the risk of taking off the CCP and the Chinese government so we're not going to boycott them we're going to still allow our athletes to go over there and be put in harm's way but just make sure athletes while we're not trying to take off the CCP and not boycott them also you might want to watch what you say cuz they might just kill you Holla. They might just kill you. We're so weak on a world stage right now. I'm not saying the American people are weak. I am saying that our stolen elected officials are the weak ones. And look at us on a world stage. We don't want to make you mad, China. You can have all of our athletes over there to make it look like you're actually playing on a level playing field here and you care about humans. Yay. Hey, don't say anything while you're over there. You might get killed and there's nothing we can do about it. Holla. Dumb, dumb award of the day for real. Now, reporters from around the world are already reporting how bad they're being treated by the Chinese officials, how bad they're being treated, how bad they're being um, manipulated, and even in some cases physically by the Chinese Communist Party. Why? Because reporters in other countries are actually reporting on what they're experiencing there. They're actually reporting on the verbal abuse and the disrespect coming from the Chinese Communist Party officials. And I want to play a video for you coming out of Finland. I believe it was out of Finland. No, the Netherlands. Excuse me. This is a video coming out of the Netherlands. This is of a reporter from the Netherlands in China at the start of the Olympic Games. He's reporting negatively on China. Now, it's not an English show. You're not going to be able to understand what he's saying. But he's reporting negatively on China. And while he's there talking about the way Chinese officials are treating people, he actually gets manhandled and pushed away from where he's doing his reporting by Chinese CCP officials. Let me bring this up here real quick. Hold on. <laughs> by Chinese officials, folks. And nobody's, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Check this out. Short en da, shortje staat vlakbij het stadion. Uh, wat gaat China de komende uren laten zien? Ja, That's what's happening. That's what's happening over there. Reporters and officials from other countries are being treated like absolute crap. They're being disrespected. They're being physically manhandled. And if anybody tries to get anything out about what's going on, China will destroy the footage. I guarantee you. There's already reports that everything that they have to, anybody who comes in is immediately, um, all of the information that's on their phones is immediately being uh, monitored and reviewed and, and being stored on Chinese uh, servers if you're using any type of internet over there. So this is just the reason why they made, the reason why they got, they were started to become bullies and say, if you boycott us, if you boycott the Chinese uh, Winter Olympic Games, there will be consequences. Scared everybody, got it to send everybody there, and now China is just taking everything out of their phones. They're monitoring and storing everything that is coming out of their individual phones. And I guarantee you, I would guarantee you that these Olympic athletes, when they go home, will have some kind of new variant that nobody's ever heard before. They'll have the Olympic variant, Right? And then Tony Fauci will come on and he'll be like, I knew from the beginning that we probably should not have had such a large audience of people and a large number of people gathering in the same place. I wanted to say something about it then, but I didn't because I didn't want to ruin my relationship with the Chinese. But just like my worst fears, the, the American Olympic athletes came home and now they have a new variant that we're calling the Olympic variant. And it is the most fastest spreading variant and the most dangerous one we've seen to date. Oh, get Pfizer on the phone. 
fucked up. Get Moderna on the phone. We need another. We need another dose. Get another booster. This booster will be the booster that boosts them all. This will be the best booster of all, and it'll take care of every variant that ever existed. What's the definition of insanity? And, and you want to know something? We can't be the only ones with the common sense. You and I can't be the only people in this whole scenario that have the common sense in all of this. There has to be athletes, trainers, coaches, assistants, blah, blah, blah. There has to be plenty of them people over there with common sense. So they're either doing it because of fear, they're doing it because of money and recognition, or they're doing this because of fame. None of them stand up for human rights. If you choose any of those reasons, I don't even care if it's fear, you're not standing up for human rights. Period. Now, speaking of stretch face Pelosi, punch drunk Pelosi, I don't know if the world knows this because they're very good at keeping this kind of stuff quiet. And I know it's an uphill battle and the chances of us voting her or anybody like her out are slim to none because of the way they've mapped the districts over the years and kept these people in power like kings and queens. However, does anybody on this thread know right off the top of your head without Googling it right now, put it in the comment thread, when is Nancy Pelosi's next re-election? And I'm not talking about the House election that keeps her House Speaker. When is her next uh, congressional election for her seat. Does anybody know when that is? Does anybody know when Adam Schiff's is? Does anybody know when Jerry Nadler's is? I guarantee you, nobody knows. You want to know why? Because they keep that stuff from everybody. They don't want their most trusted scumbags who've been in those seats for so long to be able to even have a possibility of losing. But if we don't even know when they're supposed to be voted out, or voted in, how can you have a strategic plan to put together anybody with any kind of value to run against them? Everybody is saying November, November. That's wrong. That's what I'm talking about. 38 days, Pelosi and Schiff are up for re-election. Did you know that? 38 days. And Jerry Nadler is up on June 23rd. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I was researching it. And I said, holy crap. Holy crap. Make sure you join rightonly.net and you can find out a lot of this stuff, folks. 38 days, Pelosi and Schiff, and uh, June 23rd for Jerry Poop Pants Nadler. You want to know why they always win? Because they have these elections in these weird times that nobody knows about. All of a sudden, CNN will cop on and go, hey, folks, uh, Nancy Pelosi won redistrict, her district again today. What? What? <clears throat> See, a lot of times what happens, folks, is there's special elections. Things get moved around because of redistricting. And this person had this seat for so long, but they retired. So there has to be a special election. And then it's, you see how they do this stuff, you guys? It is absolutely ridiculous how in the dark we as Americans really are. And nobody will report that stuff. Not a single person. Let's move on. I want to go to a video from a, uh, a guy who posted on t- TikTok. His name is Bruce Fenter. And what he posted on TikTok was a video of him going to a school board meeting to try to stand up for kids who are forcibly still masked. The great thing about what he does is he waits till the end of the school board meeting until all the uh, public leaves and he waits there for the actual school board to start leaving. And then he takes them to the woodshed. And the great thing about him is he calls them out for their activity and their actions in public, but yet want to put masks on these kids. This is from, again, his name is Bruce Fenter. And I got this video on TikTok. Watch how he handles his business. This is incredible. So tell me, when the kids are not wearing a mask, you, when you force the kids to wear a mask, why do you go around the public without a mask? You, you want to answer? Why won't you respond? Well, the reason you won't respond is because it's embarrassing. Because you're forcing these kids to wear a mask like they're second-class citizens, and you're going without a mask. 
And you can't even look me in the eye and tell me why. Why is that, Thomas? Coward, why are you walking away? Why can't you tell me why, you, why you're better than the kids? Why are you better than the kids? Thomas. I'm asking you, Thomas. Why, why are you better? This is a public meeting. I'm allowed to talk to people. Dr. Morris, why are your employees not wearing masks in the school when you're forcing kids to? I'm asking you a question. Are you refusing to answer? I am. Why? Because, because you're, you're embarrassed about it. Because you have no excuse for it. No excuse whatsoever. It's done now. What's done now? I have the mask on. I understand that. I'm allowed to talk to public officials in a public place. You need to calm down. I'm Lower calm. your voice. Stop chasing people around. All right? And All right, I'll stand way. right here. You can have a debate. That's fine. So I can here. sit here and... Chase people around and yell at them. That's it's a public place. It's a public place. Do you understand that we own this school? This isn't their school. This is the people's school. I'm a taxpayer. That's fine. That's fine. This I don't is the, need you chasing people around. This is the kind you're of blue do I don't back. If in a public place, you're allowed to do that. Are you, are you saying that there's a rule against that? You're inciting fear. Yeah. Inciting, inciting fear? Fear of what? Well, I mean, you're scaring people. That's scaring people how? Oh, I'm scaring wow. them because they don't like my questions. Yeah. Do you think I'm a threat to them? I'm asking you just to be polite about it. No, I don't have to be polite. There's no rule. There's so no there's law that answer. says I have to be polite. Can you start a statute that says I have to be polite? In a public place, See how he public laughed? officials are allowed to be questioned. That's a cornerstone of what democracy. I'm for you is just respect, right? To Why? yourself, to other people, because you're not going to... You see how they get you? This is the same thing they've done to Christianity. When Christians stand up and Christians start standing up for their values and the world and what God told us to do, they say, oh, oh, really Christian of you. You're supposed to be nice. You're not supposed to be doing this. You're not supposed to be giving inciting fear. What the hell is inciting fear? Pardon my language, but what is inciting fear? Because I'm telling the truth. So you're saying that the truth actually is making these people fearful? Oh, my Lanta. I am so sorry, Mr. Brown Shirt. See, what that cop should have been doing is supporting his First Amendment right, not suppressing his First Amendment right, not intimidating this man who is doing nothing wrong but trying to help and save our youth. This is the kind of blue I do not back. God bless Bruce Fenter for reaching out and going there and doing that and not trying to do it during the meeting, having the common sense to go, wait a minute, what have they done to people who have spoke at these meetings? Oh, they give them two minutes and then they shut them up and then they have the cops kick them out. But if I wait until the end of the meeting in a public building where these public scumbags are still sitting, then I can have free reign to do whatever I want. And that's what was so intelligent about what he did. Big shout out to Bruce Fenter for that. Now, folks, I want to get into something very, very important while we get ready to close the show today. Yesterday's show and interview with human rights attorney Lee Dundas was absolutely spectacular. I want to give Lee and her team and her assistant another big shout out, okay, for not only uh, coming on the show, but being so incredibly kind and gracious, and then to talk afterwards and say they'd love to come back on. That's incredible. I thought it was a spectacular interview, might have been the best one we've had, might have been the most informative that we've had, and the fact, ladies and gentlemen, um... Okay, I was just reading something. And the fact um, that she's so involved with so many things, it was just like a treasure trove of information that was coming our way. But one of the greatest things that happened out of it is because of her involvement with this Freedom Convoy in Canada and uh, ultimately in America, it brought me and all of you closer to what's going on, to the inside workings and the strategic planning of these Freedom Convoys. Now... I know we run the risk of letting people know our thoughts and what our ideas are. This is not coming from Lee Dundas or her team or American uh, Convoy or the Canadian Convoy. This is coming from Jeremy Harrell from what I was thinking last night. And the greatest thing about it was, was somebody on my Telegram sent me a video of somebody. I don't know if they were on TikTok or Instagram. I can't remember. But they were saying the same exact thing. Now, remember yesterday... When I talk to you guys about not going to D.C., there is no strategic advantage. Once we start the convoy here in America, there is none. There is zero, zip, zilch strategic advantage from taking that convoy to Washington, D.C. None. Number one, 
Washington, D.C. is an absolute ghost town. Number two, Washington, D.C. is a political trap for anybody on the right right now or anybody who's not even on the right but is just against tyranny and oppression, which is what Canada and the United States government are both engaging in right now. Number three, ladies and gentlemen, it's not going to affect any change and they'll be able to strategically plan to trap you in there and then just start arresting you as political prisoners. It would make far more sense, ladies and gentlemen. See, the hurt here and the upper hand that the truckers have is killing the economy. That is the hurt for the people in charge and that is the upper hand that the Canadians, truckers, and soon to be the American truckers will have, okay? So no matter where they decide to go, the primary um, weapon that they have is shutting down the economy, which nobody can have on either side. So then you got to look at, okay, that is our primary goal. What is our secondary goal? Our secondary goal needs to be so strategic of location of where we go that it's actually going to cause the most bang for our buck, to use that analogy. So where would we go, folks, for the biggest bang for our buck to be able to make the largest political statement to show that we will keep our country safe and to shut the economy down if they want to fight with us? The southern border. Lock down that southern border everywhere that Joe Biden's illegitimate administration decided to stop building that wall. Fill the gap with trucks and tractors, baby. Protect this country. Make a statement. Shut down the economy and ultimately take the power back from these power hungry rat roaches that are illegitimately occupying our government. That is what you do. And if you don't do it at the southern border, which I think is the best place to do it, and I would personally go down there and cover it on, uh, for Live from America, for all of you, but if you're not going to do it there, then do it somewhere else that makes a major statement. If somebody's got a better idea than the southern border, please let me know, because I'm all ears. We're all in this together. It's not one person making the strategic plan. It's not one person making this call. It's everybody together making these calls. Do it, do it, do it, do it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, again, that is not what they're planning to do. I don't know what their strategic plan is to do. All I know is I have somebody who's working with them that we can talk to. And when the time is right for us to know what their strategic plan is, I'm sure we'll be right there to support it. Got a few minutes left here, okay? So I want to get into this. Um, The political prisoners, since we're talking about political prisoners in D.C., $80,000 has been raised for them through two companies alone. That does not count all the money we've sent them. That does not count all the money you've sent them or anybody else individually or any other company or, or, or group around the world. But these two companies that I'm about to tell you, the Gateway Pundit and the American Gulag, they have together raised $80,000 for the families of the J6 political prisoners. And just this month, the Gateway Pundit donated another $30,000. And you know what? I am so grateful to God that they have the money to spare. And the reason why they have the money to spare, folks, is because... The Gateway Pundit, one of one of the smaller news outlets that have really come up to be somebody big in the last year, they went from a small viewership to getting over 200 million hits on their website consistently. Why? Because they tell the truth. Same with people like Revolver.News. Same with people like The Federalist. Same with people like Washington Examiner. They've been doing a great job lately. Same for people like The Epic Times, Rebel News up in Canada. You're seeing a shift in news in this world today, ladies and gentlemen. No longer do people go to CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, or any of those for the truth. They go to places like OAN, Newsmax, Real America's Voice News, and all of the individual media people like myself because they know that we're out there digging for the truth and we have no agenda but the truth. Same thing with people like the New York Times, Washington Post. They're getting destroyed by people like the Gateway Pundit. So a big shout out to Jim and Joe Hoft 
and everybody else that's working for that uh, on that team at the Gateway Pundit for donating another $30,000 to the January 6th political prisoners. Now, I got one more story, and then I'm going to give you a laugh on the way out like we always do. Trump, President Trump, wants my governor, Governor Chris Sununu, gone. And you know what? I agree, President Trump. Unfortunately, in New Hampshire, all the voters have been stuck between a rock and a hard place, kind of like with Lindsey Graham. Chris Sununu has done just enough good for the freedom-fighting, patriot-loving Americans that they've decided to keep him because the alternative is nobody. The alternative here is becoming blue, just like every uh, every blue state around us. We're the only red state in the middle of a sea of blue. So it's very, very fragile. And that's why Chris Sununu has been able to keep his seat. But I agree with President Trump on this. President Trump wants Governor Sununu out after he opposed Trump's January 6th pardons. President Trump wants Republican Governor Chris Sununu of New Hampshire to face a challenger or and be removed from office in the upcoming election, according to close advisors. Sununu, who is currently running for re-election in 2022, on Sunday came out strongly against Trump's suggestion that he may pardon the rioters who attacked the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021, which we know is bull, if he decides to run for president and wins in 2024. The GOP governor has also previously been critical of the uh, pro-Trump efforts to alienate Republican lawmakers opposed to the former president. You want to know why? Because he's a rhino piece of crap. That's why. That's why. I've tried to interview him. They They won't let me interview him. Now, Corey Lewandowski, who also lives here in New Hampshire, who served as Trump's campaign manager in 2016, spoke to Howie Carr, a radio host, on Wednesday, explaining that former President Trump is against Sununu's re-election, saying, quote, the president is very unhappy with the chief executive officer of the state of New Hampshire, Chris Sununu. And Sununu, in the president's estimation, is someone who's never been loyal to him. And the president said it would be really great if somebody would run against Sununu. Now, check this out. President Trump has come to New Hampshire many, many times. And every time President Trump has come to New Hampshire, except for one, I was there. And guess what? Chris Sununu was never at any of them, except for when President Trump was running for president in 2016. Every time President Trump visited the state after that, that loser was not in attendance. That loser was not in attendance. And that should tell you everything you need to know about the governor we have here in New Hampshire. People are saying, Jeremy, run for governor. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. Number one, I'm dedicated to this show and getting the truth out there. Number two, I would never want to run for the governor of a state. I would much rather run as a representative of a state. And number three, if I did run for a governor, I wouldn't be able to do this anymore. So tell me again, do you want me to run for governor? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, folks. Let's get to the last part of the day. Now, it is Friday, and yes, we are having a show tonight. This is the Friday that I actually work, but it is Friday day, and I wanted to leave you with a funny video, so I'm going to leave you with a beautiful and funny video from uh, comedian Garrett Johnson, and this is Garrett Johnson pretending what he feels like trying to get any help on any COVID hotline on what to do with COVID measures now. Because of the flip-flopping of all the COVID measures from the CDC, this is comedian Garrett Johnson's take on what it's like to listen to the flip-flopping. This is incredible. Watch this. You can just quarantine for five days, but you would still need to wear a mask because you like could still be contagious. But like you're also not contagious at that point, and you don't, you shouldn't go to work. But like if they need you, you should probably go to work. Only go to work if you don't have symptoms. But like if you have symptoms, it's okay. But like you should be taking tests. But also like don't take a COVID test because there's not enough. But like you should be taking one as much as you can because like you might have COVID. But also like. You need to quarantine 10 days, but also you don't. You can just quarantine for five days, but you would still need to wear a mask because you, like, could still be contagious. But, like, you're also... (laughs) Oh, I love Garrett Johnson. His comedy is really funny. But what he was doing is just showing you how stupid and ridiculous the flip-flopping has come. Um, 
Thank you so much, JP Mom. She says she's got right. Karen Testament. Yeah, the thing about Karen, though, JP, running for governor here in New Hampshire, she just doesn't have the star power. She doesn't have the political capital. It would have to be somebody like uh, Al Baldessaro. I don't think he'd be able to win. It's very slim pickings here in New Hampshire, isn't it? But there's somebody out there. There is somebody, and we're going to work on that. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it today for Live from America. As always, folks, there are right ways. And there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. If you haven't quite uh, signed back up yet to be a monthly donor, uh, please do that today. We're 82% of the way where we need to be. And uh, I'm just ever so grateful for that because it's happened within three weeks. Also, check out the new merchandise up there, the Armor of God stuff. And we will get those numbers fixed in stock for the Freedom T-shirts. God bless you guys. I'll see you tonight. More live from America, from the Live Free Die State of New Hampshire. Until then, keep your head up, keep your families close, spread the gospel. See you later, folks. Oh. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns, the rebirth of America. Long as I'm living in free.